0: Welcome to the JD Remedy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the JD Remedy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh my God, I've missed everybody. I have seen some of you engaging on my social media, so thank you so much. Really looking to grow this community and get this platform moving, so don't be scared to reach out if you guys need anything. um, I'll leave my social handles in the description of this episode, but... Yeah, I'm excited to be filming again. I tell you what, I have been a busy gal. Not that there's any excuses not to hang out with you guys, but um, good busy. Like some really good opportunities are coming up um, and getting shit done. So it's just been really good. We are currently in stage four of the COVID plan here in Perth. Um, We were actually meant to have a stage five by now, but um, obviously there's a lot of stuff going down in uh, Melbourne and now Sydney. So I think we're just holding back for another couple of weeks just to make sure there's no outbreaks. But yeah, it's kind of like I get we're we're being safe, which is good. We're keeping everybody safe. But um, obviously all the events industry and the music kind of tickets that we have keep getting pushed back. Um so I'm like dying for a little boogie. Like I'm I'm really excited to go to my first gig since COVID. I think it's going to be so fun. And fun fact, my partner and I went to our first Shock One, who's a DJ from Perth. We went to his event like a year ago coming up um when we were friends. So it's like kind of cool how like full circle everything has been. I don't know why I wanted to tell you that, but fun fact, Um, what day is it today? Fun fact, Saturday. (laughs) So yeah, Perth is, we're going good. We're leading the way. Everybody's safe at the moment. Um, So yeah, just really hanging out for some fun activities. And yeah, this, this gal is ready for a little boogie. Today, let's get into the serious, I say that with quotation marks, serious stuff. I really want to talk about, do opposites really attract? in relationships obviously so spoiler alert I don't actually know the answer to that question (laughs) we're gonna figure it out together through this episode I'm gonna go through a whole heap of content and then um, I want you guys to actually let me know what you think yes they attract no that's just a myth let me know your opinions and your thoughts on this subject you can um, comment you can comment on the Instagram post when I share this episode I would really love that. So tell me what your thoughts are by the end of the episode. I'm keen for a conversation with some of you. Let's get it moving. So when you think of a relationship, right, between whoever it may be, how, if you can think about relationships in your life so far, what really made you attracted to that person? Were they completely different every single time? Do you have like a general personality type or looks type that you're attracted to every single time like do all of your exes look pretty much like the same person this obviously can swing in a bad way do you have a bad habit of the bad boys or do you have a bad habit of nasty people or really good people or what is it just have a a really good think about you know the last couple of people that you've spent time with romantically and is there a pattern that isn't important at all it's just something to be aware of in the grand scheme of do opposites really attract? Firstly, we can talk about what – there's obviously different things that we are attracted to, right? So one being the physical look of someone. You can be attracted to someone by their personality type or their characteristics um, or the emotional connection how they make you feel. Or um, obviously there's values, fits, and human needs – fits as to why you're attracted to certain people. So we can go through um, some of those topics today just to like delve deep into this topic. It's always really fascinated me. Relationships is a really fun topic for me because I'm just really interested in how people connect and why people like each other. It's, I don't know, it's just so weird. But let's talk about the seven human needs. This is obviously an ongoing scientific thing. A lot of psychologists read and write about this topic a lot of scientists even um, and what they've all kind of come up as an average together there's seven human needs that every human being has or needs or wants so the first one is substance which is kind of like your safety a feeling of security certainty comfort in a relationship sense um, but also just basic survival Um, the second one is growth So you wanting to learn and educate yourself and understand things and develop yourself further to try and understand something. The third one is connection. Um, So, you know, love, the feeling of belonging, caring, uh, maybe being accepted and even physical contact and emotional contact is under the category of connection and love. Um, The fourth one is contribution. So you feel the need to give back, to serve, to care for others, um, just to make the world a better place really overall. The next one is esteem or identity, you know, that that longing for who am I? You want respect, you want the recognition, um, self-esteem, and maybe even the feeling of status, like who are you as an individual, as your identity, um, I know that one is a big one for um, young adults when they're trying to find themselves, identity is something that they're longing for. The next one is autonomy. So feeling like you're an individual, having freedom, the opportunity to direct your own life or, you know, you have self-determination. That's a big one. So you rely on yourself for a lot of things or you want to rely on yourself for a lot of things. Um, and the last one is Significance. So, you know, what is your purpose? What am I here for on this planet? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, What what meaning do you have? And I think overall it could be the pursuit of maybe a goal that's greater than yourself. Yeah, so just really what is your significance on this earth? You want to feel wanted and you want to feel important. The reason I list all of those is... Then there might not necessarily be in that order for some people. So if you're someone that has autonomy really high as a human need, you know, the feeling of wanting to be free and control your own life and your own goals and things like that, that you, the other person that you're with is all about (laughs) contribution and love, like, let's do everything together. And how can I help you? And you just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, let me live my life. (laughs) The reason I talk about these um, human needs is it's normal. Like everybody has these needs, right? They're just obviously tiered differently to different people depending on what your needs are at the time and they can fluctuate. So is your hierarchy of needs different to the person that you are with or you're attracted to at the different times? Maybe you could come across someone that is going to personal developments. Um, courses at the same time as you and you'll obviously be attracted to them because growth is really higher for them at the time obviously you don't think about that when you meet people but that could be why you're attracted to someone is you have the same human needs that are really high in your hierarchy at the time does that make sense did I just complicate that really badly probably you know or you could meet someone at a charity event because you both really enjoy contribution or you you see where I'm going with this this could be one way that you i really attracted to someone for and it's not like you wake up every morning and it's today growth is my really important human need so I'm going to go out there and look for people that like growth it's you do it subconsciously right it's like who you are as a person what shapes you what drives you and then just naturally unwillingly we we do look for those things in other people right and I think it comes down to that people always refer back to the olden times like um, cavemen when it's you know the we hunt and we protect and we look for food and so we want to look for qualities in a partner unknowingly and and subconsciously it's like am I going to look for a partner that brings me safety and security and help me survive that's the top human need substance right so these are things that you just look for in a partner unknowingly but also for yourself you want natural value fits right obviously also you like i mentioned before personality and characteristics and hobbies and interests as well but i think this is a really big driver they're your seven human needs but then you could delve a little bit deeper into values you know what are your what actually are your values as a human being what are the main drivers in your life and the biggest Thing that kind of breaks relationships apart, in my opinion, is values conflict. So, for example, I've had a relationship in the past where I'm very highly driven by connection. I need that feeling of love and belonging and and the caring and physical and emotional contact. Whereas my partner at the time was highly driven by. Well, I don't even know what topic it would be. I think it was significance and contribution, a little bit of both. He was very much a family man. He had the values of, you know, the man is the breadwinner. I must do everything it takes to provide for my family, Um, put everybody else before his own happiness. Like that kind of person, which is obviously a great value to have in a partner. But then I wasn't getting the connection like the the feeling of enjoying life as we went on together as a couple slowly faded away because it was more so about how much can i work to provide for you whilst i was just like well where the fuck is all the affection and connection like i don't give a shit about money like money's not a big significant driver in my life so it's not that their values are bad or um wrong it's just are they a value fit for you? Like, are you both driven by how can we provide for our family versus how can I show you love and connection and affection so you feel loved and you feel like you belong every day? You know, and then they're there obviously just a couple of examples based on my own experience, but you can see where I'm going in terms of value fits and how, if there is that missing gap or you're butting heads in terms of values. Um, that that can be a massive driving wedge between the two of you. You know, you want to be on the same page with things in life as well. Like something as simple as how do you view money? And don't forget your values are developed based on your upbringing. Like who did you have as a role model? Who taught you things and who did you watch as a child? And that's how you develop your values. So if you have different um, values about what money is, For me, like at the moment, I'm really trying to change my mindset on money in terms of have it working for you, build an asset base, that kind of thing. Whereas I was actually raised to you just work to earn money, which is for most of us, right? A lot of us weren't really taught about what money is or what it means or what it can do for us if we use it properly. And if you look at that in a relationship, that can also be a conflict. Like if you're wanting to grow and knowledge and learn and, and experience, like what can money actually do for us here? And let's do a couple of courses on money and let's start building an asset base, but your partner doesn't understand it. It's like, well, no, I'm just gonna keep working and saving. <laughs> that can be a big value conflict. And again, these are just examples, but really think about what your values are. And I think once you understand that, You might actually have a different outlook on how you view other people when you're looking for a partner. Because again, you look for a partner unconsciously, right? Like you're not going out unless you're going on dates and stuff specifically. But if you are, have this kind of stuff in mind. Like don't be scared to have those kind of conversations. Like, well, what do you value in life? Like what really drives you and what do you want in the future? And you'll get a real good sense of what their values are and and how how they order their seven human needs as well obviously you know straight away if you're at different events together or like i mentioned before like personal development courses or charity functions or something like that if they're at a relationship course on the weekend you know that connection and love is a really important thing for them like they're willing to do that kind of stuff so if you're meeting people in those circumstances you're probably on the right track for a really good value fit something to remember is you know are you attracted to this person versus can you be happy with this person long-term? Because attraction can be a short-term thing, especially if you're attracted to them physically and just how they make you feel if you're enjoying each other's time. If you have the same interests and hobbies, you're doing all these things together and it's really fun and you're attracted to them physically and then it's like as the relationship goes on, you slowly figure out, oh, fuck, well, I don't really agree with um, what they Value or you know you start understanding some values conflicts, and this doesn't always have to be the end of a relationship, right If you have good communication and you're open to um, talking about things and and helping understand each other, then this can be really good because you can't really change people's values. It's just about appreciating the other person's values and how can you include both of them in each other's lives. And just remember, obviously, there's that autonomy as well of people wanting to be individuals and have the freedom to direct their own life. Um, So these are really things that you need to understand. You'll find that. People that really value autonomy, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's fantastic that people self motivate and are determined to just run their own life. They don't need anyone else. I've never been like that. I admire people that are like that, but again, I'm very driven by connection and love. Like I just want to surround myself with um, love and all that gooey shit. It's yeah. But you'll find people that value autonomy really highly. They're normally single, right? Or they don't hold on to relationships for very long because it's like eh. Like it was fun while it lasted, but I'm responsible for my own life, and I just want to do the things that I want to do, which is fine and what you'll find is you might actually if you're if you're driven by that kind of value, it's like could you find a partner that is the same? You enjoy each other's company and you have the same interests and hobbies, but you are very much so two individuals in a relationship. And I know a lot of people talk about, oh, well, a relationship is about two people coming together and making it work. It's like, I think it's every relationship is different. And if it works for you, then fucking do it. I don't think there should be a rule book around how relationships are supposed to go. Literally think of every relationship type and dynamic that you know. If they're happy and it's working for them, like, fucking good for them. It doesn't have to be a certain set of rules around how a relationship dynamic should be and how they go about their everyday life. So if you find someone that's quite autonomous and you, you both like your alone time and you both do things very individually but as a couple it just works good for you. Like, I don't understand it. I would never be like that. But if that works for you, then don't feel like you have to shift your values or shift how you interact with people just to suit other people's values. There is 110% someone out there that fits you like a glove. Like You just will connect with them instantly and you will go on for a very long time because you have a very good value fit. Coming back to do opposites actually attract? It's like, I don't I don't know, like you have the yin and yang. I think in personalities, yes, it's very it's very um, when I say normal, I mean, majority of relationships have a yin and yang, right? Well, that's in personality types. I think you could have someone that's super organized and, you know, everything by the book and like super energetic and bubbly. And normally the other person is like fucking whatever, chill, chill just do whatever take life day by day you'll find that's normally a an average relationship dynamic because they balance each other out with their personalities and their characteristics you know i'm it could be oh, i'm very aggressive and like pumped up but she's like super relaxed and she calms me down like she she calms me in certain situations where i would be too much versus When she's super relaxed and she should be getting her ass moving or she should be more determined, I pump her up. So it could be that dynamic, I think, could really work if you balance each other out with your personalities and your characteristics. But I think underlying that, you should definitely have a values fit or there could be some potential conflicts and hard times. And again, I'm not saying if there's not a values fit that it's going to go to shit and you shouldn't even bother. Um, it's just about understanding the dynamics of values and how they actually contribute with each other so yeah, very, very interesting stuff to me if I can think of all the relationships I've had and it it's not until maybe the last couple of years that I've actually had an understanding of what values are and you know having a better understanding of relationships that I was aware of this kind of stuff. You don't really know when you're younger, you just like... I like them or I don't like them or why the fuck don't I like them? I'm really confused. I used to like them. <laughs> a lot of the time, if you talk about the honeymoon phase, right, it's, it's that initial attraction to someone. Um, they make you laugh. They make you happy. They look good. They make you feel good. You have fun together. You do things together that you have similar interests. And as time goes on and the relationships, it, get, it gets a bit more serious, especially if you're living together, you find this kind of thing. Especially when you're living together, you find this kind of thing because it's like you have to make really important decisions together that could that will affect your future together. Because once you start planning together, that's where values conflicts sometimes can arise because it's like especially with buying houses or, um, you know, starting a family or progressing through a job role. It's like people's values and opinions will always come up based around. What they value in their seven human needs and what their hierarchy looks like. So, I think to me, that's why honeymoon phases fizzle out is because the real important shit comes up, and and you should look forward to that. Like if you, yeah, it's really nice to experience that honeymoon phase in the beginning because you are getting to know their personality, you are getting to know what makes them happy, what what. F- what the fun part of your relationship could look like because you have similar interests. But I love getting to know people like the really deep shit and what their values are and, and, you know, what motivates them in life and where are they going to end up and how does that look like with me in their life. And I don't know if that sounds selfish, but obviously, you know, you always plan a future with someone in your head. (laughs) Well, I do anyway because I love connection and I'm all about, what's that word, monogamy, monogamy? monogamy fuck I have to look this up how embarrassing monogamy I don't even know how to spell it monogamy a form of dyadic relationship in which an individual has only one partner during their lifetime yeah that's me (laughs) literally I don't like being by myself because I love the connection I love sharing my life with someone so ain't nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, of course I look for qualities in people when I meet them. Like the first that I always I always project how my life would look like with people. I know that's probably weird. That's why I'm, I've never really been single and I hate dating cuz it's like people probably just date because it's fun and you're getting to know yourself and all that kind of stuff, but for me, I'm like, "Cool, like how many Like, how many, are you going to be a good dad if I date you? And mm, what kind of house are we going to live in? What kind of job do you have? Like, do I feel safe or secure? (laughs) Like, fuck, man, I'm a nightmare. I'm surprised that I actually have long-term relationships in my life because I'm fucking crazy, y'all. But nothing wrong with wanting that for yourself, especially if you delve deep into this kind of stuff, like values and connection and stuff like I do in my line of work. It's, It's really interesting. I think the human mind is just fucking incredible. So... Yeah, super interesting. I think the back end of this, as well as a values conflict, of course, if you're not really interested in the beginning, in reflection of the question, do opposites really attract? Opposites of what? Opposites of personalities. I think, yeah, opposite personalities can definitely attract because you balance each other out. Opposites of values, mm, fine line. But hobbies and interests, this is a really important one, especially with my own experience. I definitely think you need to have similar interests or it could get boring very quickly and fizzle out very quickly. People like a lot of variety in their life as well. Variety is definitely a top value of mine. Because some people like routine, right? They like to do the same thing every single day. But if you're with someone that likes variety and they want to do different things and they want to go on adventures and it's like that could become real fucking tiring real quick. If you were someone that's just like, dude, chill the fuck out. Like, let's just watch a movie. And they want to do something different all the time. What I'm saying is if you... You need to have similar interests, right? Um, Because that's the stuff that you enjoy doing together and that's the foundations that you build your life on together. That'll be your memories. Like, does one person really like theme parks or music festivals and the other person wants to go to museums? If you're open to experiencing and exploring what your partner likes and that's really important is finding that middle ground of... What's that word I'm looking for? I can't. It's not in my brain right now. But you... Fuck. But you find common ground. You meet in the middle with certain things. I think you guys know what I'm thinking about. I hope so. So it's like how much of the stuff that they enjoy, do you just absolutely hate and it repulses you? Or are you like, yeah, I can tolerate this kind of stuff. Let's just find a happy medium. Like one weekend we do your stuff, one weekend we do mine. Or is it like complete opposite interests? Obviously, you just, you'd know straight away. You wouldn't want to date that person. Why would you date that person? You have no interest at all. I think there needs to be a... Healthy, happy medium of all of it. And some people don't give a shit about any of this stuff. It's like, why the fuck do I care what people's values are? Or I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just here to have a good time. Like, cool. But for me, this stuff's super important. And I think it's just really interesting to know about it because it really, honestly, it affects everything. So really just have a think about it. What are your values? What do you value the most? What drives you in life? What end goal are you looking for? Like, what does your ideal life look like to you? And can that person help you get there like can you get there together is it something you want to share with that person what's our conclusion do opposites really attract personalities yes but again i don't think we purposely go out there and have a checklist and look for someone unless you're crazy that's a bit weird but values i think our values drive us to meet other people or look for other people that have similar values fits so when you're talking about do opposites really attract Think about your values. Mm, interesting. Beautiful. Well, wrap, let's wrap that up there. Today's been a super fun topic. So, thanks so much for listening. If you want to find me elsewhere, I do have a YouTube channel. It's just Jade Delpup. Um, my Instagram is Jade Delpup Coaching. Um, I will obviously leave all of the plugs in the description, but please, once this is posted on Instagram and you see the episode go live, I want you to comment on the Instagram post and tell me what you think of this episode. Like, do you think opposites really attract? What do you think about values? What do you think about different personalities and yin and yang and that kind of stuff? I really want to know what you guys think. Um, Another big one I really want to hear if you guys what you guys have experienced in this kind of context like have you had a complete opposite values um, and it really worked or do you agree like you need a values fit or I just want to hear what you guys have been through I'm really excited to hear your stories so don't be scared to reach out thank you guys so much for listening in um please have a look out for the next episode but I will see you then bye